Straight from Cringe Dutch Studios comes the new official podcast for bored ass teenagers. Takashi King presents Cringe Cast. We're glad you decided to join us. So relax and get ready for chaos. Get ready for Cringe Cast. What do you guys think about the current state of gaming like when you i don't know from two years ago to now when you uh think about um games then games now um do you think gaming has fell off or do you think that um we're still in a in a heyday of gaming um or do you think it's um you know it's just not the same like it used to be i mean uh I've, I've been thinking about that a lot because um you know a lot of what i plan to do when i'm older is um has to do with youtube and um gaming and stuff like that and i and i just was wondering like the current like where is like the trend line for gaming i mean where is it gonna be in the next five years, the next 10 years, I mean, where are we going to see it? I know the technology is definitely going to be there and it's going to be a lot better and games are going to look just amazing. Virtual reality is going to be out of this world by then. But, you know, I, I don't know if the popularity will trend up the same way the technology will. You know, um, you have been thinking about it a lot because... Um, of course, we've had recent explosions of games like Five Nights at Freddy's and um, a lot of different games like that that have rocketed Poppy's Playtime, of course, which is more recent. Um, I think Five Nights at Freddy's was 2012, maybe 2014. I don't know, one of the two. Um, but um, that definitely changed the world in gaming. So, uh, but I'm wondering, will we have more things just that big um, in the future ahead, you know? Because even though Poppy Playtime did explode, um, it has a lot of bad bad rap behind it. Um, it it's way over-commercialized. Uh, it definitely it didn't even reach close to what Five Nights at Freddy's um, did. You know, it's, it's not the same thing. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm not even counting it as um, an explosion like that. I, I don't even know if... I'm just wondering, do you think we'll get another game uh, like FNAF? Um, you know, it's, it's worth thinking about because, you know, um, the only way to really um, kind of put it... make yourself an anchor in youtube or in the gaming industry or any sort of thing like that is um to, to come out along with a really um epic or um just good game that uh is new and uh people have seen before so um it, it kind of you kind of explode with the game 
you know, so I'm wondering if there will be another game to explode from, because, I mean, of course, FNAF, it got the the famous video that Markiplier did that got over 100 million views. I don't even know what the view count is, but just incredible, incredible um, numbers on all of uh, Five Nights videos, uh, you know. And of course, that's also trended down. It's kind of slowed down. It's not the same as it used to be either. So, you know, that's that's fading. So what is next? Like, I mean, are there any original ideas? You know, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I, you know, I'm struggling to think if there is, you know, and I'm not, I'm not like super creative, but I'm a pretty, um, I think I'm a pretty creative person. I like to think that I have a pretty good imagination and could um, come up with something unique. But when it comes to video games, I just don't know if there is anything. I don't know if there's anything that's breaking the boundaries of gaming. Um, FNAF, as we all know, was very, very different. And um, it was really new and cool gameplay, especially for a horror game. Um, When all horror games have really been flat for so long... Um, they've all been kind of FPS, um, type things, uh, which stands for first person shooter, more stuff like Resident Evil Village, which is a game I also want to talk about. I'll probably talk about that later, but you know, I'm just, I'm really just pondering, um, where is gaming headed? And I don't even know, like, what genre do we think it's headed into? Because, um, now I think... Um, we have been in these past, like, like 10, 15 years have been in a horror game, mostly dominated area. Um, those are what gets the views. Um, it's, it dominates YouTube. It dominates, you know, cells. Uh, it's, it caused the explosion of Let's Plays. It's the birth of Let's Plays. You know, it's, has to do with PewDiePie's growth and, Markiplier's, so it's quite literally, you know, the reason for a lot of YouTube as we know it. Um, but I'm wondering if that trend is going to continue or we're going to shift into a different genre of game. You know, because um, the people as a whole, or I mean, just you could even, you know, you could even call it um, the economy because uh, economics is just the study of people. So, um, people as a whole economically i mean do we think that um games are going to shift from popularity wise to horror into something like you know a fall guy fall guys type game um which kind of exploded also um but you know it's just you know one of those good games that comes out every now and then but do we think that's going to be the trend um coming up because um, I know YouTubers, they make Let's Plays on all those games, and um, those get great views also, but it's never really dominated the the um, storytelling or series part of YouTube. There's not a 10-part um, playthrough for things like Fall Guys. They just play it every now and then. Um, you know, maybe it gets a little bit of the same view count, but... It's just not the same thing. You know, you, we don't have the loyal fans for people for games like Fall Guys. It's, 
it's not one of those things. So will we will we see that start to change and we will get that? Or will will horror game just be on top forever? You know, I don't know. Um, it might be. It might just be that horror game just simply will dominate until the end of time. But, you know, I, if, I think if you think hard, it probably won't, you know? People change and the world changes so much that, you know, people are probably gonna get, start getting tired of that or just generations are starting to kind of shift. Maybe their attitude towards something um, a little different, but I don't know. Like, I think the horror genre is growing, but I think ideas are running low. Um, you know, I think people at a point start uh, really seeing every game as just, a, you know, just the same old thing. Um, and of course, like you do have those few series that you can just kind of go on with forever and they always be kind of uh, a staple in gaming things like um, Resident Evil Village I mean of course that's gonna I mean that'll extend for ages it's I mean people had some problems with a couple of the games but you know every now and then Resident Evil will come back with something that really um, just blows people out of the water and it kind of pulls people back kind of like Resident Evil Village um, that surprised everybody and got everybody really hyped up for Resident Evil. Um, and the game before um, Village was also a really big hit. I think it was called Biohazard or Resident Evil 7. Um, it was definitely, um, definitely was a big part of gaming too. And is probably one of the best horror FPS ever. Um, you know, I think it's the best horror FPS out there. Um, FPS in general, I can't say. I don't know. I don't play enough games to know or to tell you at all what I think. Um, most of my opinions or things about games is things that I've kind of seen or picked up um, watching playthroughs or just, you know, simple videos because I watch a lot of YouTube, you know, I'm kind of, uh, yeah, I wish I didn't watch so much YouTube, but I do watch a lot of YouTube and I do... I've been watching for a while, so, you know, I've followed these trends, and I've seen, um, you know, since I follow gaming so closely, I really know um, how things have changed just in these past couple months, or just this year, um, you know, and I think, I think, I think everything, like, main media-wise and gaming is really being split up and diluted, um, you know, I think... I think personally, you know, I think the future of gaming is in independent games. Um, even though FNAF is considered independent, or not really anymore, but I guess like it has had that qualities when it came out and it exploded. Same with Poppy's Playtime, even though Poppy's Playtime has like, you know, has some problems with copying and, you know, it just, it's, it, Poppy Playtime kind of gave up on itself and just went for the money grab. Um, but, you know, I, I've been impressed with both chapters. So, you know, it's not like one of those things where it's a bad game. It's not a bad game. It's a great game. It's pretty um, interesting. And, uh, you know, it's refreshing to have something new. But, it, it, you know, it's just not the perfect, perfect specimen. It's not, it's, you know, it's not, it's not what it could be. But, I mean... I, I think the future of gaming is in independent games. 
um, pr probably more and more um, fan games, uh, freak fan games based on bigger games, I think will become more and more popular and take over more of the gaming scene and uh, let's plays in general that, you know, because that uh, that's really the the backbone of gaming is the let's plays. Um, you have to get people like Markiplier and, uh, you know, 8-Bit and, you know, just popular gamers. I don't know too many gaming channels because I don't watch too many, but you have to get those um, people behind you, you know. Um, I know I'm really picky about my playthroughs uh, because playthroughs are long, you know, it's a long process. Um, when I watched Resident Evil Village, it was probably the one of the first playthroughs I've ever watched. And I know that's crazy because that wasn't too long ago, but I didn't really get into YouTube until too long ago or gaming. So um, I watched this playthrough um, done by a YouTuber called Special Ed, spelled with two Ds. He's great. He's also known as Sauce Eddie or Eddie VR. He's a pretty popular YouTuber and I love watching him. Um, and, uh, you know, but that was that was the first thing I'd ever watched of him. Um, and I'm really glad because the playthrough was really high quality, really well edited. It didn't waste any of your time, but it got the story, it got everything. It was very, very well done. And I was glad I got to witness that because it really held me, it held um, other playthroughs to a standard that I wouldn't watch the playthrough unless it would been done with that kind of quality. And, um, you know, I think there's only select few YouTubers that will actually give that to you. And honestly, like, people might be mad at this. Listen, I'm the biggest Markiplier fan you'll ever meet. I love Markiplier. But his playthroughs sometimes I don't enjoy because they're either rushed. Um, when they're edited, they're, you know, they just, they don't cut enough stuff. And you get a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. And, you know, it's not, it's not the best playthrough. I mean, it's great because it is Markiplier and it's great to watch him play through games. There's certain games I will only watch Markiplier play, but, you know, for certain games, I, I don't, I don't because, um, you know, he, he just, I, it's one of those things where he's already on top of the gaming world. You know, he doesn't really need to try too hard. Um, to make something great um, on the gaming side that people will watch because people are already going to watch his playthroughs. I mean, he's the top in the gaming. You know, it's it's people will watch his stuff. Um, although um, it doesn't mean it's the best quality. You know, when I when I do want to watch a playthrough, I do watch um, Special Ed spelled with two Ds. Um, uh, that name is funny. I, I try to. It's funny because he's one he's probably one of my favorite youtubers and but when i try to explain it to people or to anybody else the name is kind of um it's kind of funny to have to explain that to people so i do say special ed with two d's but yeah um but you know i think gaming um like i said um indie gaming is the future but it all depends on the let's players I mean these youtubers run the gaming industry you have to you have to get them on your side to get your game out there um you know it's a game is nothing without its playthroughs i mean you have to have a let's play 
um, community and you have to have, you know, I think it's definitely, um, uh, like very important that you have lore behind your game. Um, you know, I, some games, it doesn't matter. Some people aren't, it, it, there is a big community or crowd that, um, are kind of, they're not into that kind of thing. Um, they just want to play a game, uh, for the short little experience. They aren't about the let's plays. They aren't about that. Um, they're more of like the gray still plays type games. If you don't know who gray still plays is, he's like, um, I don't know. He plays games like happy wheels, GTA six, and he just does stunts in GTs, like stunt courses and things like that. And, um, just really simple videos. They're all the same, but you know, that is a big community, um, of people who just like to see that. And that's, uh, that's a whole different area of gaming. It's not even, it's not even remotely related to what I'm talking about. And I enjoy both, um, communities. I, I do enjoy some like thoughtless games that are just, really simple there's no really there's not really an objective you just play the game you know and to have fun um it's it's not really you're not in it for the story or the you know the community it's just uh you know it's just a game but um i do really get into the the the, the story games re, uh, recently um a, a game called stray uh released now I remember, I think this was the 2021 or 2022 PlayStation, um, PlayStation 5 release, um, stream. Um, I think this is 2021 or 2020, I don't know, but I think I watched the after recording. It was, it was put on YouTube after it was recorded, uh, since I usually can't catch any live streams. But it was I'm Dante's uh, reaction to um, the PlayStation live stream. Now this is where they were going to show PlayStation Five. This is also where they were going to showcase all their new games for the upcoming year. Um, and I watched the entire thing. Um, I, I already knew what the PlayStation Five looked like, so it wasn't I wasn't really waiting for that. And I don't really care, and I'm not really a huge gamer, so it's not about that i watch the things for the trailers so i know which let's plays to look for in the future um you know it's kind of like my tv shows i i this my you know it's my movie trailer basically uh for like a week of entertainment because i watch my let's plays at night for like an hour before i go to bed so it's like one of those things so like right after this i'm probably gonna watch a let's play um if there are any you know there's not as much as they, there used to be but, um, yeah, so they were going through all the trailers and, um, nothing really stood out to me, um, except of course Resident Evil Village, but that had already came out and been played and I already watched the playthrough. This was, I guess, quite a while after it had been streamed. I watched this stream like a while after it had came out, so you know, Resident Evil Village had already exploded and it was already like, you know, PlayStation 5 had already been in everybody's homes. It was one of those things. But I do remember also seeing a trailer for Stray the Game um, about a cat um, who uh, just kind of walked around, uh, just kind of walked around like a dystopian area 
where there's a bunch of robots and it looked really cool and it was like a very new idea playing from the perspective of a cat especially in a story game like that um there was just a lot of opportunity to do some really cool stuff so i was really excited for that um saw the trailer and i was just waiting and then finally i started seeing the playthroughs pop up and i didn't watch any of the things i waited for um i waited for um uh, eddie to, to do his playthrough um because they're very high quality and so i waited um and i watched the entire series i just finished it last night and it was amazing it was an incredible game um it, you know everything i could have hoped for in a uh you know in, in the ending is kind of it's kind of a cliffhanger it's kind of it's a hopeful cliffhanger kind of hanger kind of ends on a sad note but also ends on a really hopeful good note so it i i really enjoyed watching the playthrough um i i would never have time to play the game myself you know i'm just you know and i i got rid of my playstation 4 that i had so because i just don't play games enough the only gaming console we have in our house right now is nintendo switch and every now and then I'll play like a Pokemon like game. Like that's the kind of gamer I am. I'm not really a gamer. I just watch and research games. I don't really play them myself. So, you know, I can't tell you that much about that side of things, but I can tell you what I saw or how, you know, I, I'd like to say I'm a pretty good critic of things. Um, you know, I follow the communities pretty well and I know how people are feeling about it, but I also know I'm pretty good about describing how I feel about it, and um, you know, it was it was a really good game, uh, and I just heard nothing but good good things from people, and that was great to have a game like that. Finally, um, kind of, it it definitely got nothing but good feedback, and um, it was new and it was interesting, but you know, of course, a game like that, it can't you can't drag it on into another one. If they did, that was amazing. That'd be amazing, and I would actually absolutely be there for Stray Two. And they might, they might actually, you know, I actually take that back. I think that is something that they could make a second one of. Like actually, I think they probably could make a second one. Um, you know, it's I don't know. I, I there's a lot of games that you'd be surprised that they make second ones of, and there's a lot of games that you're surprised they didn't. So, you know, but one thing that I know we're all waiting for is GTA 6. And I know it's coming up sooner and closer and closer. It's just right on the verge of being here. Even though I've never played too much GTA 5, I have played GTA 5. And I mean, yes, it is an incredible game that, you know, it's t taken over gaming. It's one of the most played games right now or ever. Um, so it's like, uh, yeah, like, it's a big deal. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, I do remember playing GTA V when I was like, like, I don't know. Let me look it up real quick, because I could be very wrong about this. But, you know, I do remember playing it a long time ago. Let's see if I was playing GTA V or GTA IV. I don't know. Let's look it up. GTA V release date. Let's see. It was 2013. So yeah, I would have been, um, uh, 
yeah, I would have been about uh, eight or nine. Now that is about, that was what I was gonna say. Yeah, eight or nine was, that's like, that's how, that's how long ago I played that game. I'll, I'll probably eight or nine when it first came out. My cousin had it and we played it like all night. I do remember it being a pretty impressive game and we're playing on this like shitty TV. It was terrible TV, but um, you know, I, I was like, oh my gosh, this game. And we played like the Call of Duty Ghosts that night too, which is my favorite Call of Duty game. Um, you know, uh, even though it's the only one I've played, uh, like actually played, I've watched other Call of Duties and Black Ops and Modern Warfare. That's kind of my favorite war game is Ghost because of the story of the campaign. I thought it's one of the best in the history of, of in war games. It just is, and most people would tell you the same thing. So, yeah, it's really impressive. But I know there's a few Call of Duty geeks out there that are probably yelling at me right now because, um, you know, they probably know something I don't. But, yeah, I, I do really enjoy the Ghost Call of Duty one. But, yeah, uh, back to the GTA 5. I do remember playing that. Um, it was on bad TV, but I do remember thinking, like, oh, this is wild, you know. Um, the quality of this game is nothing I've ever seen before. Um, I had never played too many games before that. I did go for um, through a phase when I did have my PS4 um, or PS... It might have been a PS3, um, which is still good. Um, I think the PS3, uh, like, honestly, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm really glad I got that. It was, it was also a really special thing, getting my PS3. It's why PS... Um, like PlayStation's always have like a special place in my heart because it was one of the first like really like cool gifts I'd ever gotten that was had to do with like technology. You know, back then um, we never really had money. Now we don't really. I mean, we're not rich people now, but back then, you know, it wasn't like we could just get one of those. But I do remember um, I, I just wanted one so bad. I didn't care. I was, just, I was asking for Xbox. I was asking for a PlayStation. I wanted, I wanted anything I could get because I never played, I never played on a console before in my life. Um, and you know that birthday came. I was really young, and I'll never forget. You know, us stopping and going in and grabbing the PlayStation Three. Um, I remember being told oh we're just going to pick in going up to uh pick up a learning game for your little brother and sister and i believed it i was a stupid global child so i was like oh yeah even though i've been um asking for um a console for you know probably a year every day for a year they're probably just going to get a learning game that's how my brain worked i was that you know dumb we went in he picked up the playstation 3 and he let me choose um, two games. I was in shock. You know, I was kind of like, that's how I am. Anytime I get something really nice, really cool, I don't really react. Um, I keep it very flat. Um, even though I'm maybe freaking out on the inside, um, on the, on the outside, I'm, or freaking out on the inside, I'm very just calm on the outside. So I usually get like, it's funny. People are like, you know, it's, 
weird when we gift you things because we never know if you like them because you never react. It's like, usually if I don't react at all, um, it's probably a really good gift because, you know, I don't know what to say or I'm just like, you know. I always thought it was crazy. You see those videos of, like, you know, people getting phones and they scream and cry when they get their phones. Yeah, I, it was. This is a funny story. Um, when I got my first phone, um, I, I got it way too early. I was, I was stupid. I didn't know how to, like, I didn't need a phone. But I got one, um, which I broke and didn't get a new, new one until, like, uh, like, I think, like, 13. So, you know, I, I didn't have a phone full-time until I was 13. Um, I've had one ever since, but before that, I got one when I was, like, 10 or 11. And I remember seeing all those videos of people getting the phones and then screaming and being like very excited and just overly just crazy like teenage girls just crying over their getting their phones and I felt like I had to react that way because you know it was hard for our family to get nice things like that so I was like um you know um like how should I react like I want should I like should I pretend should I pretend to cry and and run around and it was funny, it just ended up being this really weird situation. I opened it up, I knew it was a phone. Um, you know, you kind of know just the shape. I knew it was going to happen. So it was like, how do I need, how am I going to react? I had like a minute to figure it out. I opened the box, and I just did this weird thing where I stood up, and I paced around the floor, and I didn't say anything. I just walked around with the phone in my hand and it looked weird i looked crazy i looked like a madman i don't even know i, I probably still didn't have an expression on my face but i was I, I was trying to really like react um because it's just not like me to react at all so i uh you know i tried <laughs> And it just ended up being really weird and it was kind of funny and I, I think about it every day like you know that was just a silly ass thing for me to do but you know it's good memories good memories I'll never forget getting my first like you know PlayStation or phone it's just you know interesting stuff um, but yeah um, I actually uh, dropped my phone or actually was tossed in a lake with my phone in my pocket recently so I have to um, actually using this shitty old phone we had around the house, um, that actually my little sister was using. I'm using it right now. Just, uh, I'll get a new phone soon, but this is working okay for now, so, you know, I'll use it until it fries itself, because it's not a very, reli like, reliable phone. It's, um, definitely just a Walmart brick, but, you know, it'll work. Um, so, yeah, I'll use it until... Until I can't use it anymore, but trying to save that money, you know. But uh yeah. Yep, I'll never forget the time I got my tech stuff, but hopefully um eventually um you know when I'm uh you know like move out and uh you know it's I'm settled down somewhere else um in the future, you know, it's definitely I, I i think it'll be really cool to uh get a new gaming console or something like that again so or just a gaming pc setup most likely i want to get a gaming pc setup um 
you know, because I have to get that for YouTube and just record and stuff like that. It needs something powerful. Um, so I definitely, that'll be a priority of something to save for. Um, you know, just go with a little less of a nicer car and a little bit better of a PC setup. Um, but you know, if you, if you work, if you work and you save your money, that stuff's not too hard to buy. You know, if, if you just, you know, put your mind to it, you can, uh, really just end up, you can get, get things like that simple, you know, just, you know, just save that money just a little bit every month. And, um, it's pretty easy to amass enough to buy what you need. And I already have um, all the other stuff. I have the good microphones. I have an amazing mixer board, sound board that, you know, is the best on the market right now that I, I'm blessed to have. Um, you know, I have, I have two laptops, one of which I don't use, never turned it on, or I have turned it on, but I haven't, I turn it on once a month just to make sure it's not, it's not like, I don't know. I don't even know why I turned it on. Now, uh, I've been thinking about it. Uh, it's a day later again. Um, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I wish, I wish I'd record more frequently, but you know, I'm actually getting a lot of, a lot done. So it's not too bad, but I did want to finish this episode out cause I think it's, uh, it's a, definitely a good episode. I, I feel like, um, you know, uh, to talk about this, it's, I think we had a really good talk about it in the last segment so you know i just kind of wanted to kind of put a bow on it and wrap it up for you guys but you know i have another question to ask you guys what do you think is another thing about the future of gaming what do you think is the future of gaming do you think things that are hyper realistic you know things that are look really good you know unreal engine type things um will things like that start to thrive more or are we going to see more um uh, I don't even know the word for it, but less realistic things. Are those going to come in and, uh, you know, take over the gaming world for a while? You know, uh, definitely um, games are getting more realistic every day. But will that be the future of the gaming? Is that the trend? Um, will people be into um, that as much as, you know, we think? Or... Or will it just be another trend? Um, will we kind of fall into, fall in and out of, you know, um, I mean, I guess that what we want as like just collective people changes so much. So um, I'm, I'm just curious what you guys think is the, the future of what people are going to try to consume in the gaming world because, you know, we talk about everything on this podcast and... But gaming is one of those things that, you know, it's um, it's a big part of a lot of our lives nowadays, which is kind of crazy. It might sound stupid to say, but it really is. And when it does become that big a part of your life, it is, um, or, or, you know, it's um, it's important to kind of know a lot about it. Because if you're, if you obsess with something, you really want to know what you're talking about um, so that it makes it makes it that much more enjoyable when you're knowledgeable about it so i think it's important with this how much gaming it has grown and like how much gaming is probably going to grow in the future i know we talked about maybe it might might take a downfall but that's probably unlikely you know it, it might but it probably won't 
um, the amount of kids that are being born every year into video games and having their brand new consoles you know uh, just because we're older we can't really see the trend we can't really feel the same feelings we felt as a kid um, getting our first console so it's a little bit different but I'm pretty sure it's probably the, still the same in culture today you know I feel like it's that same rush and finally it's here um, you know and, and they start to make friends and they start to have a community uh, to be a part of and they start to feel like they're a part of something and it creates you know it's just it's a cool environment to be suddenly thrown into so um you know i think it will grow um but it's just kind of figuring out where that's going to grow because in order to be successful and what i want to be successful in you really want to know where those trend lines are going because if you know where that's going you can be so much more successful in the future you know and I mean, when you create content, if you know beforehand where that trend's gonna go, I mean, you, you, if you're ahead of the game, I mean, you can grow just that much more, you know, because um, it, it's it's hard to be ahead of, the, ahead of the game, but if you do enough research, I'm pretty sure you can see the way things are going and kind of, you know, and I've done that a few times where I have made an assumption about something that, and I ended up being really right, but since I second-guessed myself a lot, um, you know, I, I don't really fall on that or take up that opportunity that I saw. So, you know, I'm going to try to do that more often and, um, you know, but I think that is an important thing to do is, you know, do if, if you ever plan a career in content or just you want to game in the future in general, um, you know, and I mean, I, I don't know, build a community of any type. I think it's important to know where the, the, the trend of, of gaming is going and kind of uh, where the crowd's going to be at in a couple of years um, because there's so many of us, so many gamers and there's so many people that play games every day and play several games or play just one. Uh, mobile games, computer games, console games, you know, it's, it really, um, it's, uh, you know, it, it really variables. But, um, you know, there are a couple surefire things in games is that a game can't be anything without its community. So it's just where is those communities going to be? What kind of games are those communities going to be at? And, um, you know, what kind of content are we going to be able to create out of it? Because, you know, content is money. And I mean, if you can find the content, you can find money. So I think an important part of um, becoming successful in anything is finding that trend and finding where the crowd's going to be in the future or just filling a gap. Like if there's a game that's relatively popular that popular that isn't covered on YouTube, go cover it um, because it, especially if you enjoy it also because I mean you will capture a niche crowd that will stick by your side. So it's important to to either you know fall into a niche crowd while also being in a general crowd, so that you you're familiar with everybody in all all the games and all that thing. But it's also important to have loyal um, people by your side that are in thing. In this kind of I'm saying this because it connects to everything. So if you're ever planning to do anything, you know it's it has a lot to do with the gaming world and kind of where you want to be there. But and content, of course, you know, I'm, I'm I, I, I know a lot about content creation and and just technology, but people in general and how numbers and, and just how to get views and listens and things like that. I know a lot about it. 
and even though we aren't like incredibly popular popular we have built an audience and um that isn't just friends you know it's one of those things that our podcast listeners isn't just a group of friends we're receiving listeners from all around the world i mean we have a huge amount of listeners from england um and britain and and areas like that and we have tons of listeners from canada um you know so we're reaching we're reaching around the globe it's not just this little little community that we have here um in in idaho so it's like you know we're we're definitely we're going places but i'd like to know where everywhere else everywhere else is going everybody else is going so that i can be there first and really grab that audience and i think um it definitely in gaming you really have to know where that's going because um you could definitely uh grow a huge audience if you know where the gaming world or gaming industry is going to be i mean um just imagine how different it'd be if um someone else had done the fnaf playthroughs and um they went viral instead of markiplier's now markiplier was the first one to do a playthrough but he was the first major youtuber to do a playthrough and that just reached enough people to go viral i mean there's plenty other viral gaming youtubers there at the time that if they would have got there first um just imagine how different things would be but you know maybe they wouldn't because markiplier's a i mean incredible uh, personality and gamer and just you know one of a kind but you know th- things things could change drastically depending on how fast you get to um, get there first so I, I think I'm really glad that um, I talked about this and, and uh, we got to talk about gaming of course and we're definitely gonna have tons more episodes about gaming especially with other people because I know a lot of really um, you know, passionate gamers, and uh, they know a lot about the gaming industry that I don't. So we'll definitely have them in the future. But you know, I think uh, I think I, I said all, all I can about the gaming world that I know. Um, I definitely would like to go uh, deep, deep dive into this a lot further in the future. So we will. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, um, you know, just uh, follow us on Spotify if you'd like. Um, you know, I, I really love coming up with episodes like this and this was a great recording these past two segments so i hope you guys have a great rest of your week and um you know we'll see you uh, either friday or monday i don't know where this episode's gonna go up but i appreciate you guys for listening i love you and i'll see you next time uh thanks for listening to the cringe cast